our thoughts to the Word of God today, uh, starting in Jeremiah 29, verse 12. And this is a promise of the Lord that he gave to his people regarding how he will provide when his people pray. This is uh, the letter of Jeremiah to the exiles of Judah. He, he writes, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's it. It's a short, simple prom- promise, but it's timeless and boundless. And I want to, just by two prime examples, show you how God provides when his people pray. The first example is from the Old Testament, and then we'll look very quickly at another example in the New. But we'll start in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. This is the prayer of King Jehoshaphat along with all of Judah. And I know that this prayer has been the subject of meditations on this call before, uh, probably more than once in United Prayer. And I just want to apologize if I'm rehashing anything that was said previously, but all these meditations on prayer start to mix in my heart. And after a while, I can't tell what came from where originally. But in Second Chronicles 20, the chapter begins that the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Munites came uh, against Jehoshaphat for battle. And then some men come and tell the king, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is En Gedi. En Gedi is just on the west coast of the Dead Sea. But here's Catastrophic news in the first two verses. Catastrophic news. An overwhelming enemy stands amassed at the gate. And look in the following verses. You see Jehoshaphat's response, his reaction, which I call a desperate prayer. But in verse 3, Jehoshaphat was afraid and he set his face to seek the Lord. I love that expression. He set his face. We read that all, all throughout scripture. And proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So the king's reaction was to set his face to seek the Lord. And the kingdom-wide reaction was to fast and pray and come together. Now, the the verses that follow record for us Jehoshaphat's prayer. And we don't have time to look at this in its full detail. So I'll just summarize sort of the sections that I detected in this prayer. He begins by summarizing or acknowledging and affirming the sovereign power of God. He does that in the opening of his prayer. And then he remembers for all the people, he remembers God's track record of delivering his people. Then he invokes God's covenant promises for Judah. And finally, at the end of his prayer, he points to the imminent need. 
Let's just look at that in verse 12. The king prays, O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. This uh, cry in verse 12 for action also acknowledges human impotence. And that's the unique nature of desperate prayer. You set your face to seek God with all your heart because the stakes are huge. But you're in a situation where you acknowledge, look, I can't resource for this from within, from what I have on hand. I can't meet this challenge. And... I don't know what to do. So we place everything before the Lord. There's nothing casual or normal about this kind of prayer. And then in verses 13 to 18, we see an awesome answer. All of Judah was standing before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. So everyone is there from the top to the bottom of the hierarchy in society. Every family is present. And then the Spirit of the Lord speaks. He speaks. And it happens through a priest named Jehaziel. And the Lord communicates to the people there, don't fear and do not be dismayed. The Lord will be with you. And then everyone worships. It's tremendous. I mean, the king was the one who got the news and initiated this call to prayer and fasting. The king was the one who led the congregation in prayer to the Lord. And instead of answering back through the king and sort of running the show by one man, the Lord answers here in a way that required the assembly of his people together honoring his own way, I think foreshadowing the multiplicity of the body life that we learn more about in the New Testament. And then in verses 20 through 30, we see the results of God's answer. So here, this is where I want to um, focus our thoughts. Remember in the verse that we read from Jeremiah 29, God promises himself. So what does his presence look like among his people. In verse 20 to 23, we see a a wonderful deliverance. Jehoshaphat sets the worshipers, the the praise leaders, the, the instruments in front of the army, and they give thanks to the Lord. His steadfast love endures forever. So they're 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 singing a psalm from the the Psalmody of Israel. And as they sang and praised in verse 22, the Lord set an ambush against the enemy and they, were all, they all killed each other. <laughs> so a wonderful deliverance. And then in verse 25, when God's people come and they see all the dead bodies and they collect the spoil, the, the booty of war, they find more than they could handle. They took for themselves until they could carry no more. So there was abundance for God's people. And the result of that in verse 26 was there in the valley of of that ambush, they blessed the Lord. They they returned thankfulness to to our God. And then verses 27 to 28, they 
returned home with joy. And finally, in 29 and 30, the fear of the Lord came on all the kingdoms and countries when they heard what the Lord had done. And in the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for God gave him rest all around. So finally, they gained rest on every side and peace among the peoples. Remember, God, God didn't promise material answer. He promised what through Jeremiah? When you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. But these are the manifestations of God's presence among his, his people. Okay, so just to close our thoughts, I want to turn to a New Testament example. This time in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 and following. Again, a very familiar passage to us in United Prayer and discussed at length in other meditations. Again, we find ourselves in Jerusalem, same place, but now a different time. In verse 42, we read that the church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. So we knew that uh, the church devoted herself to prayer, among many other things. And in verse verses 43 and following, we see again the results of God's answer. Again, we ask the question, what happens in the church when God fulfills his promise to reveal himself to his people? Let's look. Acts 2, 43. And awe came upon every soul. So there's awe, and then many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Again, signs and wonders. All who believed were together and had all things in common. So provision and abundance for God's people. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing them uh, as they had need. And the result then in verse 46, day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received food with glad and generous hearts, praising God. So again, thankfulness and joy in their homes. And finally, verse 47, the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved and God gave them favor with all the people. So peace on every side and favor among the people around them. Does that sound familiar? Isn't that amazing? It's this God's presence among his people had the same effect in Second Chronicles 20 as it did in Acts chapter 2. God promised in the first covenant and continues to do so in the new covenant. His promise stands. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. Do you think this promise has changed today? No, of course not. So my prayer for us is that we would pray in the same manner as Jehoshaphat and Judah, in the same manner as the church in Jerusalem. Let's seek the Lord with all our heart. Amen.